0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the StormDAR Weather Podcast. This is episode one hundred seventy-one. I'm Rando. I'm Corey,
1: and I'm Shara.
0: And this is the summer is coming. Uh, we've.
1: Uh, I'm still waiting. It's uh, yeah. pretty cold for it to be summer to me.
0: Well, we're going to get into that here in a little bit. We are officially in June. We took last week off for Memorial Day, so it's been it's been a couple of weeks since we've been together and. Uh, we're, we you all are doing a porch pod tonight. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. have some special all guests.
1: All three of us are kind of under the weather. So. Yeah.
0: So we're just kind of, you know, playing it safe. Just want, you know, just, want, so I'm trying not to cough, but, uh, Anyway, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. This may be a short podcast, but... uh, I got some special guests. Oh! That may make
1: it a very short podcast. All over the place
0: tonight. (laughs) That's all right. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so funny because my mother texted me earlier today. She went outside just to sit and had to come right back in because mosquitoes are just nuts right now. I hadn't
1: seen any yet this year. Like, our kids play outside every night, and I've not seen any. But, yeah, we just sat down for the first two minutes to get everything hooked up, and I could see them landing on me, so...
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm now, a magnet. Well, now, do you wear, like, the perfume and stuff that attracts them?
1: Well, not today because I haven't gone anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> you better but think. I literally, like, I can go outside and they will attack me and Corey won't have a single bite.
0: Yep. That's amazing. It's my Cherokee. It's the
1: Indian blood in him, he says. Blood.
0: Yeah, they don't, they don't like
2: that. They I lived outside and, and they did a lot of work. I mean, they their blood adapted. So,
0: I still have it.
1: Pretty sure I have more Indian in me than you, but okay.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'd like to see your card, please. Wow, two minutes in and we're already getting domestic. Oh my gosh, well. <laughs> hey, you've been uh, posting some kayak pictures. Y'all, at least Corey, at least, have been out on the Untainti Como, right?
1: We went together the other night.
2: Nice. Yeah, it was nice. A nice night out. We hardly saw any boats or anything. It was it Friday, was Friday still night. It was a little
1: chilly, though. I was cold.
2: Chilly for her is like Once 85 degrees Once the sun went down, I was in
1: shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> Once the sun went down, I was freezing.
2: Well, because of that water gets chilly, and, it, and there was a fog starting to develop. So you know,
0: yeah, all that. Yeah, we've been having that river, lake fog thing happening here recently. I, I mean, it's it's perfect because the, the you have warm air trying to come up, and it tries to overrun all that cold air, and then you get this fog. And we missed a uh, dense fog advisory that one morning. Right. Yeah, it was a short fuse. It was like from
2: four a.m. till eight a.m. or something like that. Oh, for us, we're both asleep.
0: Yeah, it was for us. Oh well, everybody should know how to to you know drive in fog. Of course, there's not going to be that many people out at four o'clock in the morning. I don't think. I mean, there are some people out there, but
1: a lot of people going to work that are nurses. I have to be there by six. That's, but that's I feel true. like
2: we should hit every dense fog advisory while we can, because as you know, and I know, and Sharon knows, the advisories are all going away in two years. Oh, so oh, I know. Or
0: three years. Three years. I know. Twenty twenty-four. We're gonna have the oh my god, uh, fog. You know, yeah. thing. I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what are they gonna call it when they get? Have rid they of figured the out what they're
0: gonna fo- call it yet?
1: Fog warning. Fog? It's.
0: The,
2: they, they say it's gonna be <laughs> called. It's gonna be plain text. Oh, so I'm afraid that they're gonna be.
1: It's gonna confuse I'm I'm people. afraid
2: you're getting all these millenniums into the National Weather Service, and oh, you're yeah. gonna be, you're gonna be having to read texts like, "OMG, it's <laughs> it's, it's the fogs, y'all,
0: <laughs> fog, y'all."
2: <laughs> or, well, I, I or can what tell you Garen right say? now, it's do bussing. What? <laughs> That fog is bussin', dudes, bussin', <laughs> bussin'. Bussin. B-U-S-S-I-N. B-U-S-S-I-N. But they did
1: that at the hospitals of several years <laughs> back, too. Like, we used to have codes for everything you right. know, code for fire, code for thunder, code for all that stuff. And then they changed it to play text. And that, the point of the codes was to not freak out your guests and your visitors. Right. You know, when, and not need to worry them and concern them if we could keep it in control. But. I mean, now it's all plain text. Now they just call overhead fire or they call overhead oh, tornado. They got rid of all of the code and doctor. So, I've worked at places that called it Dr. Gray and Dr. Black. and
2: Well, I, I, I really don't have a problem with this. Some of these advisories, you get too many of them and people don't pay attention to them as much. True. So...
0: Well, think I think the, that's what
2: their goal is. Think is of to the kind of flood products. That.
0: You have flood advisory, huh? aerial flood ad warning, you have flood warning, you have flash flood. I mean, they're all, there's so many of them.
1: You know, honestly, that's one of those that I've always ignored unless I'm going to be driving in an area that I know floods.
0: Okay. Like, yeah. I
1: don't listen to that. If I hear flood going off on my weather radio, I'm like, eh, ignore.
0: I know. Like, my mother, I mean, she does not live in a flood area, but the the flood warnings come on, you know, her radio. <coughs> I think there's a way to program that, isn't there? Yeah, it's been oh, okay. years, but I, 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 I'm pretty sure. Well, who knows? I feel a coughing fit coming on. Uh-oh. <coughs> I was coughing right before we hit play or record here. <coughs> I don't so, know, so maybe it's allergies. Who knows? You know, I it, think it's it could just be the weather
1: being. It's just the weather going up and down.
0: Hopefully, the weather is nuts. I mean, we we've had this swirl going on. This upper level low has been so cut off from the main flow. The main flow or the jet stream is way up to the north, and here's this low that's just spinning. It was in Texas the other day, and now it's kind of meandered up to Arkansas and sparked a whole bunch of tornado warnings, which is wild. We that had, was wild. Though like some six of, the, of them, or something. Some of
2: those tornado warnings were pretty wrapped up.
1: I had it was a wild. Posted a picture of a tornado. I don't remember where she was. They though. were
2: bright. Those those reds and greens. But uh, you know, some of them were outside of the marginal risk. Even it was just yeah. Then, then the very next update, there boom, in slight
0: risk. Slight risk, and then all of a sudden, severe thunderstorm. Watch out. Which I mean, with these type of systems, you kind of have to because they're right. models don't know how to handle these cutoff systems. That's been very apparent and they say that even. you know when 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 a thing is just sitting out there and has no flow structure to push it, it just kind of sits and so they kind of guess or whatever whatever it is. but it's still flinging some uh, precipitation up this way. I mean, we had a nice little batch come through just west of us. Uh, Barry County, you said you saw some lightning strike signatures on radar, right? Stone and there Barry, was seven of them.
1: We heard some thunder. Was that yesterday?
0: Yeah,
2: we had, had some thunder yesterday. A little bit of rain yesterday. We had, we did get wet this morning, but not for long. That was probably this afternoon. Actually, it okay. rained uh, for about
0: five minutes. That's it. See, and these shout now. I'm, I'm talking yesterday. These little showers, they're so tiny. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, it was weird. I, was, uh, I got a call to go play disc golf at uh, Sunset Park, which is just right across the Taney Como Bridge. And I don't live but two miles uh, east of the Taney Como Bridge. And I said, okay. So I loaded up my, my disc golf cart into the car, and I started to head out. And all of a sudden, the sky opened. And I got – I mean, I had to turn the windshield wipers on high. And yep. as soon you as I that got – No, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. And as soon as I got... Now, I've left my house on 76 near the cemetery, and I'm going towards town. As soon as I got to the gas station or O'Reilly's, everything just quick. And I got to the disc golf course. It hadn't even rained. So, I mean, these little things are so compact. This is that
1: time of year where, like, I'll look outside. It's nice and sunny. So, I'll be like, ooh, I'm going to go lay out. I go put my swimsuit on. I go out the back door and it's literally pouring. You're like, "Exactly, what, really? <laughs> where did this come from?"
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, and I don't understand. I don't understand it. I, I mean, I-, I get the. I, I mean, I-, I how they can just within two miles just pop up and just. Dumb. Yeah,
1: be raining in one part of town. I think that we had that last week where it was raining in our house and you were asking, Where's the rain that we were supposed to get? It's like, well it's raining here, is it not raining there? Exactly.
0: Yeah, and it was we're like with sun. I know I know. Just down the road. I don't know. Well that's that's why we have this pop activity and that's what this low is really doing is shoving all this up into an already unstable atmosphere. I mean the humidity is insane and the National Weather Service is actually they, they did it. They're starting to uh, put graphics out that by the weekend, heat indices possibly near 100 degrees. Ugh, yuck. See, I mean, we we had a little bit of spring. I mean, I need spring. warmer,
1: but I can do without the 100s. Yeah.
0: And if you have high, highs in the upper 80s or 90s, or around 90, a heat index of but 10 it's degrees. it's to be humid. It's, it's totally already humid. not humid. the
2: heat. It's, it's the, the humidity.
0: humidity. <laughs> exactly. And we've already
1: had that here. Like, I've been trying to leave my windows open and stuff to kind of air out the house, and it just feels muggy if you do it too long.
0: It. Oh, I know. I can't even open it up. I mean, I, my mother, as a matter of fact, she texted me earlier today again and said, said that this humidity is going to do her in because she just went outside to, I. I I guess, you know, water the water the birds. She calls them water the birds or something. Wasn't out very long, and she came in. It's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's just... So that's what they say for the elderly, people that have health conditions. Uh, you know, you don't need to be out in that. And we're not even... I mean, the heat index today was still in the 80s, I think. Yeah. I mean, didn't feel it. It's nasty, nasty, nasty. But the good news is this. We got some... Dry time, I'll say drier time, headed this way. Um, After this big low moves out, I mean, we're recording this Monday evening. uh, And then Tuesday, we're going to have the same thing as today. And then Wednesday, things are going to kind of start slowing down a little bit as that low lifts through southern Missouri and then up through Illinois and out of here. And we're going to have high pressure try to take over. And once that high pressure tries to take over, that's going to kind of squash uh, any organized rain chances? We'll still have poppers though. You know that's it's summertime. <coughs> yeah, it, it it's summertime. And we I tried to go th- to the
1: track yesterday, and it was sunny and hot when we got there. Oh yeah, and we got in line for one of the big the big go kart rides, and we got. Finally, after probably fifteen minutes of waiting, we got our turn. We got in the carts. Took me ten minutes to figure out how to get my little one buckled in. Oh, <laughs> and we were ready to go. And they come over and say, "Sorry, guys, there's lightning within ten miles. We gotta shut down the ride." No,
0: <laughs> no. no, you just spent all Miss that time. This lightning was
2: well to the south of Forsyth,
0: but on within radar. ten miles.
2: Oh, but it, has, but it was. Yeah, it was within like I think it was seven miles away or something like that. Oh man. Well,
1: I get we it. We did get to ride it later. They did open it back up finally. But like yeah. it was that. It was hit and miss. It was like, it would be dark, and then it would be sunny, and then it would be dark, and then it would be sunny.
0: <laughs> and didn't didn't you set, put a picture on Facebook of your littlest one driving car?
1: Yes. He got to drive
0: nice. go kart
1: for the very first time. Finally, he was old enough. He was four. He <laughs> <It's> so
0: cute. He's <laughs> this little and my kid. my <laughs> oldest one
1: got to buckle him in. Or not my oldest, but my, my 19-year-old was yeah. there working and got to... Buckley men for his first ride. Nice. So.
0: Oh, how Pardon fun! Pardon my
1: mama heart.
0: I used to really, really like the bumper cars. Remember those? I'm not a bumper
1: car fan anymore because there's some teenagers that they will ram you and it hurts. I'm well, like a oh, like bumper said, boat. I'm getting old. It hurts.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. I don't want to do it now, but I mean, <laughs> a long time ago, that that was fun. And they had those things uh, to keep them going. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know if if you're. It it's at the top and there's a ceiling full electricity and there's a thing that it would yeah. run on. Okay. Pretty that, cool. That's that's what I know, the bumper cars.
1: <laughs> yeah, they still have those. They have those at the we weren't at the track that had those, but they still have those at the track.
2: Gosh, well right next door to your theater. right
1: next door to your theater. That's you right. A, oh that that was a over that, during riding.
0: intermission or something?
1: Yeah, just run over during intermission. You can ride the bumper cars. I'm sure Grayson could hook you up.
0: Oh I'm sure you could. Yeah. And then kind of take all my broken bones and put them back together
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i gotta, I gotta i'm tell telling people you this. they
1: get rough and those teenagers i've ridden it before they come after you they don't even know you and they will come full force into you
0: yeah i never liked it when they go head i mean that was you know head in bumpy right you know head on collision i never right. liked that people so were trying to do that go-karts were doing yesterday yeah Really?
1: Oh, I wish I should have videoed it when Griffin was riding the go kart yesterday because these are four year olds driving cars, mind you.
0: Yeah, right. Of course.
1: (laughs) I mean, they, this one little kid didn't know what he was doing. And I mean, Grayson was like out there in the middle trying to keep the cars going the right way. And he was about to get run over. When the ride finally ended, we were laughing so hard. And Grayson is like, I was so terrified the whole time. He's like, that was terrifying. (laughs)
0: But I'm sure he loved it.
1: The little one did, yeah. Not the one. Grayson was the one out in the middle trying to keep the cars from bumping into each other. Oh, and Grayson is brave. Over he
0: is so brave. <laughs> now, how about Jilly? It did, is she into that or is she into the girl things?
1: Oh, yeah. She drove yeah. with him. She would rather ride the big tracks with ah. us. Like, they can ride as passengers on the big tracks. And the last track we did was not as fun. She was upset because that was the last track we did. And she said it was boring.
0: Oh really? She's the intellectual then.
1: She wanted the she wanted the big fast tracks. She likes oh. to ride.
0: She's gonna be a racer. She's gonna see her out there on Monaco with the big old car.
1: Uh, hope not. <laughs> um,
0: have, something else I've noticed, and I've never had this problem before. Um, I, I went play disc golf the other day, and when I got home, I felt something crawling on my leg. I found two ticks on me. Oh yeah, ticks are I out. Not
1: Found any ticks yet? But I've seen many friends posting that they're out and they're thick.
0: Yeah, I am not a tick person. I need to get off or whatever they use I now. I feel like or, we
1: had a pretty mild yeah. winter, did we not? No,
0: we had a 15 no. degree below.
1: But it didn't last. We didn't have those
0: super well, cold. It was only two it was weeks. It didn't survive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the cicadas. Well, here, you, didn't have survive. A, you have a, a bag of disc golf goodies, right? Goodies. Well, you put all your discs and you're, you have some kind of a rag to wipe the sweat off your hand or anything. Oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah, a yeah, bag yeah.
1: that you keep all your equipment in.
2: Oh, yeah, the cart. Yeah, I have a cart.
1: You should throw some off in there.
2: No, throw a lint roller in there. A lint roller? You get roller. a bunch of ticks on your legs You and they come
0: right off. Oh, that's a great that. idea. Yeah. Wait, remember, I'm going to give you some applause. I was going to say, I remember seed. you,
1: when we would go hiking, and you'd get seed ticks all over your feet. Yeah. And we would take alcohol wipes.
0: Because yeah. I'm a
1: nurse, I always have alcohol wipes on me.
0: Of course. And
1: we would take alcohol wipes and just wipe his feet down trying to get the seed ticks off.
0: <clears> yeah, the, seed uh, ticks are yeah, the lint roller. I hadn't heard
1: great. the lint roller trick. We'll have yeah. to get yeah. us one.
0: That's really yeah. good. I see you heard it here on, on Storm Door Weather f- Podcast. Now, see, everybody's going to go out and get lint rollers now. Right? Yeah, Isn't I think so. I just need The to lint get...
1: roller industry should give us some money.
0: That's true. Any, any sponsors of lint roller industry, just let us know. <laughs> 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 well, um, I did watch the GFS. The GFS, uh, I always look at it. Of course, when it gets long range, it's just eye candy or whatever. Uh, it does look like... You know, the rain is going to kind of wind down. It's not going to go away, of course. As we're going to have those poppers, going to have juice in the air. But I did notice it's wanting to bring stuff in, some tropical stuff, like down in, in uh, the Gulf of Mexico. I, I was running the loop, and all of a sudden, here's this little little storm. It goes, and just, you know, up the middle of the Gulf, and then into Florida. Interesting. Crossed Florida and went just to the east of uh, Georgia. And just blew up. Now, this is wow. GFS, and this is, sure. like, uh, when, when was it? The 18th. So, it's just the 7th. So, we're talking 11 but days. But they have the now. new
2: technology now, and the GFS has been upgraded. Remember that? We oh, that's right. About that, and that's having to do with the tropical, you know, Storms, and we'll see. Maybe,
0: maybe it's, maybe it's the one to watch. And it, and it wasn't the, and it wasn't the, uh, the only one. I mean, while yeah. this main one was going up, there was another one coming. Up. I don't know. I didn't turn the Atlantic on. I, I, was too busy trying to see what was going on in the, in the continental. But I thought, oh, that's wild. That's wild. So that leads us into our next segment. Tropical,
1: tropical, tropical. It's tropical.
0: It is the tropics update. Let me write this down uh, before I forget. Uh, it is the tropics, and you're, Corey, you're going to have to help me a little bit on there. Um, <clears throat> in the Atlantic, we have we had a B already in the Atlantic. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we had an. We had the first. A. Yeah. and then the the Pacific, we've had a B, I think. Right. And then. Yeah. And, but I've noticed every time I check, there's always something brewing down there in, in the Southern Pacific, right along that elding I feel El like zone. we
1: just got rid of the tropical update because all the many, 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 many storms from last year just <laughs> ended. It yeah. seems a little early for us to be having storms. How is it well, June this already? This is
2: official...
1: I know, hurricane like season. how is it June already? We just ended the last tropical I know, season. we did.
0: <laughs> it, it's crazy. I mean, June 1st is is a real special date in weather because it's not only meteorological summer, it's also the beginning of hurricane season. So we've got a double whammy there. And, and I mean, we had those systems before the official start. I think a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about something down, down in, in the, the elite... The Pacific or something. I know. Last podcast, two weeks ago, we were talking about um, what was it? That thing near Bermuda. There was a storm yeah. near Bermuda and something, and and another little disturbance that went on to Texas. I mean, it it's active, and they, they they're talking about being active again, and uh, we're off to a we're off to a start.
2: We're we almost to Saharan dust season, though.
0: Oh, that's gonna squash it.
2: It kind of – it's usually end of June, 1st of July, and then it dies off, and then tropics really start to take off.
0: Oh, okay. you that doesn't happen every
2: year. I mean, that doesn't happen to where it really squashes the development, but it has in the past – a couple times in the past
0: three or four years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I remember that one. That one year it was really heavy. We had beautiful sunsets, at least down south. We did. It was just and it it did. It, it just really hindered the the storm development. And bam, once it went away. Do do we know when it's going to subside? No. Okay. Because it it was around this time, June July. I think it was close. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, I haven't we'll see. seen
2: too much about it yet this year. I have. I've I, I have seen it this year, but I haven't seen. It hasn't been like dominating my news feed or anything like okay. last year.
0: Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I really haven't. You're the only one I've heard that from. I know it's out there, and I, I did read the article or something, which I thought was really interesting. So we're we're gonna see. We're in the first you know full week of June uh, in hurricane season. We're already to be. Uh, there's already we're ready for C in the in the uh, Pacific, yep. and we're ready for it could B soon. I I think so. Just keep watching it. So. We're, you're right, Shara. It's like I just played that like a couple of months ago. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're not doing the pollen report anymore, uh, even though I'd looked at it. I mean, there's pollens out there running around. But, it, I mean, we're in we're in summer now. It's all bleh. No, I don't remember my car getting like too yellow. There, there's been some years the cars were just yellow for weeks. My car hasn't been yellow. Of course, it's been raining oh, a lot. Oh,
1: it's been bad here.
0: Really? I still have some pollen on my grill.
1: Our grill, like our, our kids' outdoor toys, oh, like their little outdoor really? playhouse. The whole top is yellow, and Corey's actually cleaned it off multiple times.
2: I don't get pollen on my car. Well, I do, but it's gone by ten a.m. because <laughs> I wash it. He
1: washes it daily, so. But
2: oh, we got right. rain, got so right sometimes to I can't work. wash it.
0: I know, I want to mm-hmm. run mine through through the, the car wash, but I don't want to, you know, use seven bucks or whatever it costs to go through there, and then the next day it's going to rain again and get you know, all dirty. So it's like, I don't want to do that. Yep. Okay. Well, I think, uh, my throat's itching. So let's get to the weather school this week. It's all about hail. We've had some severe weathers really kicking in and, uh, uh, we've had some really giant hail falling, uh, in some parts of Kansas. I think there was almost softball size. So anyway, Uh, This weather school tells all about how hail is developed and how to protect yourself from it. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. A severe thunderstorm warning has just been issued from a storm that contains baseball-sized hail. Any thunderstorm which produces hail that reaches the ground is known as a hailstorm. Hail has a diameter of about two-tenths of an inch or more. Hailstones can grow to up to six inches and weigh more than a pound. Unlike ice pellets, hailstones are layered and can be irregular and clumped together. Hail is composed of transparent ice or alternating layers of transparent and translucent ice at least one millimeter thick, which are deposited upon the hailstone as it travels through the cloud, suspended aloft by air with strong updraft motion, until its weight overcomes the updraft and falls to the ground. Although the diameter of hail is varied... In the United States, the average observation of damaging hail is between 1 and 1 and 3/4 inches. Stones larger than 3/4 inch are usually considered enough to cause damage. The National Weather Service issues a severe thunderstorm warning for a storm generating hail 1 inch or greater in diameter. This threshold became effective in January of 2010, which is an increase over the previous threshold of 3/4 inch hail. Other countries have different thresholds according to local sensitivity to hail. For example, grape growing areas could be adversely impacted by smaller hailstones. Hailstones can be very large or very small depending on how strong the updraft is. Weaker storms produce smaller hailstones than stronger storms such as supercells. Like other precipitation in cumulonimbus clouds, hail begins as water droplets. As the droplets rise and the temperature goes down below freezing, they become supercooled water and they will freeze on contact with condensation nuclei. A cross-section of a large hailstone shows an onion-like structure. This means the hailstone is made of thick and translucent layers alternating with layers that are thin, white, and opaque. Former theory suggested that hailstones were subjected to multiple descents and ascents, falling into a zone of humidity and refreezing as they were uplifted. This up-and-down motion was thought to be responsible for the successive layers of the hailstone. But new research, based on theory as well as field study, has shown this to be not necessarily true. The storm's updraft blows the forming hailstone up in the cloud. As the hailstone ascends, it passes into areas of the cloud where the concentration of humidity and supercooled water droplets varies. The hailstone's growth rate changes depending on the variation in humidity and supercooled water droplets that it encounters. The accretion rate of these water droplets is another factor in the hailstone's growth. When the hailstone moves into an area with a high concentration of water droplets, it captures the latter and acquires a translucent layer. Should the hailstone move into an area where mostly water vapor is available, it acquires a layer of opaque white ice. The hailstone will keep rising in the thunderstorm until its mass can no longer be supported by the updraft. This could take at least 30 minutes based on the force of the updrafts in the hail-producing thunderstorm, whose tops are usually greater than 10 kilometers high. Then it falls towards the ground while continuing to grow, based on the same processes, until it leaves the cloud. It will start to melt as it passes through air above freezing temperature. Hail can cause serious damage notably to automobiles, aircraft, skylights, glass-roofed structures, livestock, and most commonly, crops. Hail damage to roofs often goes unnoticed until further structural damage is seen, such as leaks or cracks. It is hardest to recognize hail damage on shingled roofs and flat roofs, but all roofs have their own hail damage detection problems. Metal roofs are fairly resistant to hail damage, but they may accumulate cosmetic damage in the form of dents and damaged coatings. Hail is one of the most significant thunderstorm hazards to aircraft. When hailstones exceed one half inch in diameter, planes can be seriously damaged within seconds. The hailstones accumulating on the ground can also be hazardous to landing aircraft. Hail is also a common nuisance to drivers of automobiles, severely denting the vehicle and cracking or even shattering windshields and windows. Wheat, corn, soybeans, and tobacco are the most sensitive crops to hail damage. Hail is one of Canada's most expensive hazards. Rarely, massive hailstones have been known to cause concussions or fatal head trauma. Hailstones have been the cause of costly and deadly events throughout history. On somewhat rare occasions, a thunderstorm can become stationary or nearly stationary and produce hail at significant depths. This tends to happen in mountainous regions, such as the July 29, 2010 case of a foot of hail accumulation in Boulder County, Colorado. On June 5, 2015, Hail up to four feet deep fell on one city block in Denver, Colorado. These hailstones, described as between the size of bumblebees and ping pong balls, were accompanied by rain and high winds. The hail fell in only one area, leaving the surrounding area untouched. It fell for one and a half hours between 10 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. A meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Boulder said, It's a very interesting phenomenon. We saw the storm stay, and it produced copious amounts of hail in one small area. It's a meteorological thing. Tractors were used to clear the area, and they filled more than 30 dump truck loads of hail. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of
1: Stormdar Weather School.
0: And there's your schooling on some big old hail and some interesting uh, anecdotes of hail stories. So there you go. Okay, it's time to get to the next segment, which is in other news, and I don't have a thing. So, Corey, do you got anything over there? Uh, no. Oh, you don't? I'm supposed to. Okay. I don't
2: know. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Oatmogie, oh, Oklahoma got 10.5 inches of rain in 12 hours this morning. That's Whoa. one county south of Tulsa. Oh, 10.5 my 10.5 inches in 12 hours.
1: That's a lot of rain.
2: I can't even imagine. That's too
0: much. Was well, yeah, that game was show? Just, That's too much. Or, you know, where it we're... was just one of
2: those isolated... How much is it?
0: ...areas, you know.
2: Yeah, that, that yeah. That just kind of hit. Do so They
1: say... have lakes there that can flood.
2: I don't know. I've Boy. been there a couple times. Uh, our Radar Scope got an update this week. <laughs> it's going to have severe weather statements on there. I don't know. Have you seen that? It's on the... Your I, iPad. Did. I did. I did see that. I don't particularly care for them, but they'll be easy to point out for one when one hits Taney County. I guess. I mean, it's not <laughs> it's not when for when a, a, a storm is has hit severe criteria. It's just kind of under se- severe, maybe pea sized tail, some gusty winds.
0: Yeah, winds to fifty or something like that. Yeah.
1: Something to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, yeah. but.
2: It just basically says added something added they're watching. Yeah. Cry to their menu of of layer choices. So you might see those pop up on our feet every now and then.
0: Yeah. In this nice little um, off white color off bright yellow. Yeah.
2: It's really muggy out here tonight.
1: I didn't notice it being that bad. and I'm still kinda chilly. I'm kinda warm. I'm <laughs> in warm. I'm in long sleeves and pants.
0: Well, there you go.
1: And I'm perfectly comfortable and he's in t shirt and shorts.
2: <laughs>
0: Is that uh, not- the National that- Weather
2: Service radar in uh, Washington, D.C. Actually, actually it's the, uh, the National Weather Service in Baltimore, Washington. Uh, the radar started malfunctioning on Saturday. Have you heard about this? No. What happened? Well, it was malfunctioning and just weird fuzziness all over the radar scope. Everywhere you looked, just fuzziness, and they couldn't explain it. How weird. I didn't know what it was. So. I'll give you a, a nickel if you can tell me what it was.
1: A whole nickel?
0: Well, I mean, the, my first thing I would say would be bats, but it's probably not bats. It's cicadas. Oh, the cicadas. That's right. They're actually the
2: of the cicadas, you know, hitting the East Coast hard. That's right. The, I forgot. Not really, they're not really here in Missouri Uh -uh. This time around, but they put out a tweet on Saturday, kind of explaining what was going on. Because I'm gonna have to get on there and look, because I have I can go back on uh, in the archive and and find their radar and and look for it and see what they were talking about. Oh, that's right. Yes, I need to do
0: that. Oh, do it, do Uh, it, do it, do it. (laughs) That'd be fun. Wait, not wait this minute, but the
2: hydro the hydrometeor classification algorithm. Showed it to be biological in nature and they, they still couldn't. They thought, well, is it birds? Is it bats? Well, it turned out it was cicadas. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, and they- I'll throw this in. Okay. Uh, this is a tweet about the same time from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Cicadas are completely edible, people are eating them. Ew. However,. They're saying if you're allergic to shrimp, you must not eat a cicada.
1: Why would you want to? Oh, want wow. To well. Uh,
2: are, like, I thought starving? I'd throw that out there in case some somebody
0: was
1: In case anybody's crazy.
0: So it uh, must have some genetic similarity to shrimp. There are chefs, there are
2: chefs in Virginia that are selling out of an incredible Brudex cicada dish
0: right well, now. Well, I
1: wonder if they have iodine in their system, because that's what most people are allergic to in shrimp.
0: Ah. Now there's something. I don't know. It doesn't say. Huh.
2: So that's all I got, really. How cool that's is that? I
0: no, I mean, I, I I knew they were out, but didn't, Sharon, didn't you have like a, uh, like a fun fact or something once that said how long they last? I mean, there are... Do we know how long they they come? They don't last long. like a week or two. I
1: don't think I've ever had anything about cicadas. Okay, butterflies maybe.
0: No, they don't last long.
1: Grasshoppers or well, they shed their skin, but then I don't know.
2: I think I have that information here somewhere. Info, yeah, or maybe you were talking about it or something, Corey. Um.
0: Yeah, because all they do—they are do, expected
2: to die off in late June into July, and will be—and this
0: brood will be off the radar until 2038. Oh, so like a month or so, a month and, yeah. and a half. Oh. Late June into July. Okay, well that'd be pointless to spend 17 years and come out for like a week and a half. I mean, yeah. it's pointless. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I
1: guess that's why they're gonna make a big showing. They got to show that they're here. Yeah. You know, if you only got a week to show the world you exist.
0: <laughs> and then say, see ya. <laughs>
1: Make an
0: uh, exit. There you go. Okay, well, I think it's time to get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts. It's time for Shara's fun facts, and she's got a bunch, I think. Right, are you ready over there on your Have porch? To you. Okay, well, I'll turn it over to you. So, dazzle us with your fun facts.
1: I don't know if I can dazzle you. I struggled, (laughs) because I was like, what in the world? So, like, the only thing in the, you know, history right now is D-Day, which was a couple of days ago. And I'm like, those aren't fun facts.
0: (laughs) You have depressing facts, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm a few days early, but I went with Flag Day. So, I have... American flag facts. And Uh, I did learn something. When I first started reading, I thought, well, this is dumb. I'm going to know all the facts about the American flag. But I did not. A couple of them surprised Mm. me. Okay. So, over the years, there have been 27 versions of the American flag. You can probably guess why. Um... From the 1777 original mm. that had 13 stars and 13 stripes for the American colonies, there have been many changes right. and, uh, of the flag each time a state was added, of course, to the Union a star was added. Um, and we now stand with the 50 states and 13 stripes. Uh, the flag can be displayed for 24, all four for the whole 24 hours. I, don't, I didn't know anybody didn't know they could display it for 24 hours. But if anybody was wondering, you can display it for full 24 hours. Um, you just got to be able to light it. It cannot be in the dark at any point. Um, it is federal law the flag should be displayed from, dis, from sunrise to sunset. Unless there's inclement weather, of course, then you take it in. But you can also light it up. If you can illuminate it for the full 24 hours, then it can stay up.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I have heard that. Yeah.
1: Can't be dark. You can't just hang your flag up and let it go dark. You've got to have a light shining on it. So if you've ever seen flag poles at places or whatever, you'll notice there's the big bright lights on them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the colors for the flag were chosen very carefully. The red, white, and blue did not just happen by accident founding fathers wanted the colors to have meaning not just to look visually pleasuring Um, the red symbolizes hardiness and valor uh, white symbolizes purity and innocence and the blue represents vigilance, perseverance and justice
0: Ah.
1: the current design was not professionally made, this is where I learned something Rather, it was then a 17 year old high school student, Robert G. Heft of Lancaster, Ohio, who submitted the design in a contest in 1958. It was chosen out of over 1,500 submissions by President Dwight Eisenhower. Oh,
0: I how cool! I did
1: not know that. I did not oh, know, I that know that our current flag was made, designed by a high school student. Um, the current flag that we have is the only one that has lasted more than 50 years designed by that high school student. Because of course we haven't added any states since 1958. So we still have that same design that that kid designed in
2: 1958. Great.
1: Okay. Super. I think I'm yeah. boring my husband.
0: <laughs> I think a it's cool. I didn't know any. snippet.
1: I didn't know that. I didn't know what high school do A 17-year-old designed our American flag. Yeah, I didn't did
2: know you that.
0: you know that? Yes.
1: All right. Well, you can just go away for a while because I See, didn't know that.
0: Well, Corey probably <coughs> did know because he's a history guy. Like, of course. <laughs> he knows everything because, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, a snippet of the flag, the Star Spangled Banner, was actually written about. Did you know there was a specific flag that the Star Spangled Banner was written about? Yeah, see, got him. Uh, it was sold in 2011. The flag that flew at Fort McHenry, immortalized by Francis Scott Key, is still around. Um, yeah. But a two by five swatch of it was sold at an auction in 2011 for a whopping thirty-eight thousand dollars. That was a swatch, Whoa. a two by five inch, two inch by five inch swatch. Um, was sold for $38,000. The rest of the flag is on display at the Smithsonian, of course, National Museum of American History.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Um, The flag has a National Day of Recognition, which most of us know. We have Flag Day, uh, which is coming up this week, which celebrates the anniversary of the flag of 1777. It was established by the proclamation of President Woodrow Wilson On May 30th, 1916, after years of having local celebrations, he decided to make it a national holiday. And flags, everybody knows flags should be disposed of in a dignified manner.
0: Okay, do that. Um, You can't
1: just throw them away. If an American flag is damaged beyond repair and you need to dispose of it, you can burn it with dignity. Many municipalities around the country conduct flag burnings on Memorial Day or the Fourth of July where you can participate. Um, I know in our area, uh, the Boy Scout troops will do ceremonies where they burn any retired flags. Regional, so. Yeah. Sorry, I lost my ears for a minute. Yep. Uh oh. <laughs> um, contrary to belief, the flag can touch the ground and continue to be used. Um, there is a myth that once a flag touches the ground, it has to be burned or disposed of. That's not entirely true. If the flag is soiled or touches the ground, it can be washed and dry-cleaned and continue to be used.
0: See, I remember when I was in uh, grade school because I always thought, I was taught, you know, that if you if the flag does touch the ground, it it's toast. And then you're saying now that it can you know, like the what they're saying now you can yes. just watch it because i've been to many many you know theaters here in branson and one of the segments it's part of the branson formula is a patriotic segment and i've seen so many people carry flags on stage and trip and fall by accident <laughs> you know boom on the flag but you know they get... the
1: flag bigger than the person carrying it oh yeah <laughs>
0: or how many shows exactly have you, have you worked
2: in because most most of the shows that i've worked in at the end of the show, it has a flag drop where the backdrop drops to the floor. You know, and it shows Is it the big actually
1: touch the floor? shows
2: the big flag behind right, the, by, on, as a backdrop. Yeah, the yeah. big on backdrop the probably flag. Does.
1: That's right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know it had to be destroyed, but I do remember them stressing very much uh, in school. Like, like said, um, at our not, junior high, yeah. we they allowed students to to raise the flag and lower the flag every day, and I remember them going over very much that there had to be a second person there ready to catch it as it <laughs> came down because it could not touch the ground and we had to be very careful to make sure we held it up and it didn't not let it wow. touch the ground but that's a lot of respect now we know as long as you clean it properly um, it's yes really we do we honor our flag greatly sweet my final fact five American flags have made it to the moon You've probably, of course, all seen Neil Armstrong on the moon with an American flag, but he's not the only one to plant one on the surface of the moon. Five additional Apollo missions, 12, 14, 15, 16, and 17, ended with an astronaut placing a flag on the moon. Ah! I wonder what happened to them. Where'd they go?
2: They're still there, but so they are So is like six flags <laughs> on the moon right now? They would, they would be completely bleached out right now. That's what I read
1: bleached out.
2: From the sun. Oh. Huh. I always read that.
1: And so do they just, t- do they bring the old one home and destroy no, it properly, all, or they, they just leave them there? They don't there? put
2: them all at the same spot. Right, well, no. but,
1: I mean, you'd think they would bring home the ones that are ruined and put no. up a new one.
2: No, well, we haven't been to the
0: moon in quite some time.
1: It's been a while.
0: <laughs> and if but, there's six anyways. flags, there's got to be that theme park up there.
2: Exactly. Wait, i got to myself.
0: Okay, i got a buzzer on there. Okay, never mind.
1: <laughs> anyway So flag day is coming up Make sure everybody celebrates flag day Get your flags out Make sure they're illuminated If you have them out at night
0: Okay And half mass I remember I'll the half that. mass thing Because we talked about that last time Before Memorial Day
1: We did yeah, that for Memorial Day They can't go no, just up half the, You have to have go all to the way to the take top it all the way up And they then come, come down back down, down to half I mass Which I thought was yes.
0: fascinating So Okay
1: I got and I I think I told you this when I did the when we did the Arlington or whatever, but yeah. If you've ever gotten to watch one of the ceremonies I got to watch I got the honor of watching uh, my cousin's funeral in Arlington National (gasps) Cemetery. Oh wow. And watching those guys. I did it like with my last facts or something. Because we did Arlington Facts or Memorial Day facts. Yeah. But yeah, getting to watch the those men fold those flags so intricately and every family member that had lost someone got their own flag to display yes they do take very much pride in our flag and it is not something to that's take that's
0: really cool that is so cool that is so cool that's all i got all right well that's all you got i like those fun facts and flag day is when the 14th is that the flag day or
1: tw- yeah i actually think it's next monday but- yeah it's 14th okay I figured by the time everyone was hearing our podcast, it would be after the fact, so. Oh,
0: well, that's right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I like that. So, we have one more segment, and I love this, so let's get to that. It's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar weather, weather word of the week, so Shara is going to tell us that. She hasn't seen it. So, Shara. What is this week? I just
1: week's? now opened my text.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so, what is this week?
1: Stormdar Weather Weather Work of oh,
0: the week? LIDAR.
1: I'm going with LIDAR.
0: You are correct. LIDAR. So, I'm what is like LIDAR? Radar,
1: LIDAR. LIDAR. Stormdar. Sometimes called LIDAR. <laughs> is a method for determining ranges, variable distance by targeting an object with a laser and measuring the time for the reflected light to return to the receiver. LIDAR is an acronym of Light Detection and Ranging. Okay, so
0: Corey, what does RADAR stand for?
1: So someone explain me what the heck I just read.
0: I really don't remember what radar, for. radar stands yeah. for. Something? Radio detection and ranging. Radar stands for something. Yeah, radio detection and ranging. R A D A R. I did
1: not yeah. know that. I thought radar nope. was just a word. Nope. I didn't know. So it's so for what something. it is. The
0: difference is radar, radio detection. It sends a radio beam out and listens for it to come back. Lidar is a laser or LADAR. They use a laser to do kind of that same thing. They go and find what. Uh, you know, uh, distances are and ranges. See
1: how long it takes to yeah. come back.
0: Just like, what is that distance? So there, you really educated us on that one. Very cool. Awesome. Well, what do you think, Corey? I don't think, <laughs> you don't I think, think <laughs> we're wrapping this up. Like I said, we're, we're all, kind all kind of going uh,
1: I am out of information
0: the of information and the mosquitoes are probably it was a- actually i feel better after i had that coughing fit i actually feel pretty 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 good right now so i'll i'll keep going you go I'll, I'll- <laughs> i always feel worse at really? night really yeah i don't know why I, it's
1: it's so weird yeah when he's sick he snores really uh, loud
0: sorry. well there you go that's why they make these got to breathe yeah they, they make these earplugs plugs here i've got a whole bunch of those i can loan you that's all you need is more earplugs. Right.
1: <laughs> Thankfully, it's only when he's sick. Ah. Thankfully, I didn't marry one of them guys that snores oh. all the time.
0: Well, I snore, but I snore lightly. And I know that because I have uh, a little app on my phone that measures my sleep. It's called Sleep Cycle. It's kind of cool. And you just leave it on mm-hmm. all night. And then it, when it detects noise or something, it'll, you know, it'll record a little 20, is it 10-second sec- snippet or something like that? And what's really funny it, it does three things. It does snoring, well, four things. Snoring, coughing, talking, and movement. And one time, I saw on the, my little screen, it said talking. It's like, am I talking? So, I, I clicked on it. I talked
1: well, in my Well, I clicked sleep. on it,
0: and what it was, it was my neighbor's dog going, woof, woof, woof. woof, 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 woof. And so, <laughs> the Sleep Cycle app picked it up as talking. So, no, I went... Yeah. So, so it was dog talking, but it wasn't me No,
1: I actually talked really? in my sleep Corey learned that very early Corey? on that, And I'll answer you and have a whole conversation with you If I'm tired enough Oh,
0: that's true yep. that, Well, that's how your kids like, get what they want, though Didn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, they could pretty much come in and ask me anything in my sleep And I'm like, whatever <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's fine And Corey's like, what? <laughs> I love it
1: Apparently, Corey and our son, Grayson Had a whole conversation last night What? I don't remember. There was one night we were... His car broke down, and Corey was supposed to go pick him up for work. And he was waiting up for the phone to ring. And I fell asleep. But I guess he came home, came in our room, had a conversation, and I don't oh remember any of that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, well, I'm glad you stayed awake and listened for the phone to ring, because I was gone.
0: That's crazy. I don't. I don't think I ever talk in my sleep. So... It's probably a good thing because, gosh, know what I would say. Although when I did have Valium, I had a surgery a long time ago when they were giving you Valium. And they said, I was very chatty. <laughs> but I think people are chatty, aren't they?
1: <laughs> yes. Usually people on uh, anesthesia can get very chatty, especially the ones that aren't normally chatty. <laughs> if they're normally pretty quiet, they will talk your head off. You get really? anesthesia; It's Does quite it entertaining. Sense? And then they don't remember well, any no. of it. Sometimes, I mean, they'll have a whole conversation with you. And, like, we used to tell teenagers, you know, once we give you this medicine, you should probably stop talking. Because it's like truth serum. Oh, yeah. They'll spill their guts about their entire (laughs) life and everything they've ever done. We're like, you should stop talking now. Your parents are right. Yeah, you really don't
0: want want to do (laughs) this. Of course, they don't remember, so that's funny. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. And an hour later, they're like, what? I said
0: what? I didn't say that. (laughs) You know, that's some of the fun things about being a nurse, I bet. It's just because this stuff we don't think about... Because you're there. You have to be with them while they're doing their (laughs) their surgeries. Okay. We deviated from this. So Um, I think the the big story for this podcast is the low is going to pull out and uh, the heat is coming on.
1: Hopefully it'll turn into summer. It's going to
0: turn into summer. Highs in the upper 80s to around 90. And the humidity here is going to make it feel just disgusting on the weekend. Which means... If I'm going to play disc golf, I'm going to have to go in the morning, not in the afternoon like I normally do. And put some. But you ought to be able to get a tan. I noticed real fast. I do, but. Yeah. I
1: need... Or at least get in the pool. Oh, that's
0: true. Well, see, sure, that's perfect uh, pool weather for you this year. So next, this weekend's going to be great. She already has a tan, she doesn't need any more tan is my,
2: <laughs> issue. she doesn't need. I
1: have a tan. I have a good tan from because the UV has been high. There's not yeah. Been a we've lot had of sun. this filtered
2: sun, but it hasn't really affected the UV index. It's still yeah. been up there, and that that'll 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 phase you. I mean, that'll trick
1: you. So in I can You're not getting
0: the UV rays, but you really are.
1: I can tan, but I'm not boiling hot with the sun. Well, on. in
0: almost two weeks, I can weeks. lay there in the
1: nice cool weather.
0: Yeah, it, it June twentieth. That's when the sun is like blistering at that point i mean that's summer solstice right
2: and that'll be here in the next
0: i think it's weeks. yeah yeah the 21st is two weeks from today and i think is it yeah. Is, yeah it's on a sunday it's on the 20th this this year for some reason i don't know we'll yeah, have to have a special so. astronomical summer podcast then so okay i think it's probably time to wrap this thing up sherry you got anything else
1: I think I'm out of information for the night. Corey, you
0: got anything to add? Okay. Nope. I'm done. Well, in lieu of us going to bed early, let's wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at StormDarWeather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormDarWeather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at StormDarWeather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.